1: Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com Bob Bernie Live.
2: And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live and the Don Crow Show as we uh, simulcast today in Columbus, Ohio and in Washington, D.C., as Don Crow is away from the microphone for a while. Well, the intention of the entire world has been on the events in Israel and the surrounding areas. Well, I just found out that one of my colleagues in Salem, Gino Jirasi, he has been with uh, Salem for quite some time, hosts a talk show in Colorado. He is a pastor as well, an author, and uh, I, it's been many years since I've actually seen Gino face-to-face, have uh, been familiar with his ministry, however, and uh, I just found out he has just returned from Israel, that part of the world, and I wanted to get him on the program just as soon as I could. Gino Gerasi, welcome, and thank you for joining us today.
1: You're welcome, Bob Burney, and I'm so happy to be on Terra Firma Glad to be home.
2: <laughs> I, I am sure. By the way, I did not know that you had worked with Skip Heitzig in yeah, Albuquerque. Yeah, Skip and
1: I. Yeah, Skip and I grew up together. I was his assistant pastor uh, for seven years, and we have been childhood friends for a very you know. For we we literally celebrated um, our fiftieth anniversary in Christ. Uh, if you saw the Jesus Revolution movie. We were the kids who got saved in that tent 50 years ago.
2: No kidding. I had no idea, Gino. How long have you been doing a talk show with Salem?
1: With Salem, um, I was doing fill-in work in the 90s and then um, had my own program right after 9-11, where I was with Skip Heitzig and Franklin Graham for 10 days doing 12-hour shifts um, Mm. at Ground Zero. And it's interesting, obviously, that I just spent 10 days in the Middle East. Literally, day before yesterday, we flew out of Amman, Jordan, at one o'clock in the morning. Bob, um, as our bus was making its way to the airport, people were desperate to try and get out. Oh, I'm sure. And um, they were burning the Israeli embassy when mm-hmm. we left.
2: Wow. All right. Tell us what you were doing in Israel. When were when were you there? What was happening? Where were you when the attack occurred on that Saturday? Just kind of bring us up to date on all of that.
1: We literally left uh, Denver Airport on October 7th, the day of the the, uh, encroachment by Hamas. Your
2: timing is impeccable.
1: Yeah. And (laughs) so, oddly enough, for the very first time, I've been to Israel many, many times. But for the first time ever, Bob, we flew into Amman, Jordan. We did not fly into Tel Aviv mm-hmm. because the the trip that we were doing was a Bible tour. We were going to spend four days in Jordan, visiting Petra and Jerash, sure. and uh, seeing some of the sights of Jordan. My son loves, loves, loves. Uh, some of the biblical history there, we planned to make our way to the Israeli border um, and then finish our tour. But by the time we got there, um, the war had broken out. We were unable to make our way to the border because the border was closed. And um, so we wound up... uh, going throughout Jordan, but we followed the ancient, what's called the Desert Highway or the King's Highway, Mm -hmm. on the eastern border of Israel, and so we spent um, 10 days in Jordan going up and down. We only had access to the, you know, for the most part... Jordanian news broadcasts and so we we like the rest of the world watched the events unfold uh, just about 27 miles from on the other oh. side of the border but many people that we talked with were trying to leave Israel because telev- you know many tours were taking place and people had to abandon their tour right, uh, right try to make it to the Jordanian border some got across some did not As you realize, just even a few days ago, many of them made their way to Joppa, where a ship was procured by the United States government. They took a number of the the visiting pilgrims from Joppa to Cyprus, where people were able to fly out of Cyprus to their various destinations.
2: What was the attitude in Jordan? Uh, I've been in Jordan and flew Mm -hmm. into Amman. Um, And of all the the Arab countries surrounding Israel, Jordan has been very, well, friendly is not exactly the word, but not as antagonistic as the others. What was the attitude within Jordan as these events were transpiring?
1: Right. I guess the right way to answer your question, Bob, is it was across the board, from militant uh, opposition to... Heartbreak and disappointment now remember i 'm dealing with a bunch of tour people right. and uh, w- while we literally were there, everybody canceled their tour it, it, two right. weeks, three weeks, four weeks, five weeks now it, as you can imagine, people who operate buses and and tours and t- it, the number one um, the number one source of income for Jordan is tourism, so remember they were hurt very badly by COVID. They were starting to rebuild their tourist industry. And um, and so there are many, many people who are deeply and bitterly disappointed at Hamas. But then you have, when we were leaving, you remember there was a warning by Jordan's King Abdullah II after the explosion on Tuesday in the courtyard of Gaza's Al-Hali Hospital, which killed hundreds of people. Remember, the very first... Um, position that was taken was Israel had bombed a hospital. Now, we've since discovered that that is not true, but but again, what's interesting to me is blame doesn't take away the tragedy that's happened. Correct. But but the, there was a warning from Jordan's King Abdullah II. He said, this war has entered into a dangerous phase, which will plunge the region into an unspeakable disaster. Mm. And so then the Jordanian government announced three days of mourning after the hospital explosion. We were already there. They called it an Israeli massacre. Hezbollah in the north called for a day of revenge against their enemy. Hundreds of them demonstrators uh threw stones at the French and US embassies in Beirut and we were there when they were burning the Israeli embassy in in Amman chanting death to Israel and all of the government closed all of their schools the day we left
2: the result of a lie of the result of, lie. of propaganda
1: see, yes it was a lie but bob think of all of the tragic situations that have taken place in our own country based on a lie, sure think sure. of hands up don 't shoot right think of the tragic circumstances surrounding uh, the the death in Minneapolis as tragic as it was, but think about the way that, that narratives are cast, the way people perceive that and and then the consequences what 's interesting to me, Bob, is I suspect I really do suspect that this bombing even if it was by a rogue Palestinian group, is going to serve as a turning point in the way people perceive uh, what's going to happen, because the way that they're characterizing it is facts and evidence no longer matter. If they've made up their mind that Israel is responsible, imagine the growing animosity, bitterness, and anger.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We're talking with Gino Girasi, who is uh, one of my Salem talk show host colleagues in Denver, Colorado. He is pastor of Calvary South in Denver.
1: Uh, well, to be honest, correct I'm the emeritus pastor. I have, ah. I've re, I, I'm retired. Doing. I still do radio. I still do tours. I do, still do speaking. But I'm no longer the ah. uh, senior pastor. I am, I'm the pastor emeritus.
2: Well, thank <laughs> you. Thank you for the correction. Uh, Gino, I should have asked you beforehand, but this came about so quickly. Can I have you for one more segment? I know you're incredibly sure. busy.
1: Sure. We can go another segment? Interesting.
2: All right. We're talking with Gino Girosi live. He is in Denver, Colorado, and just returned from Jordan. He was supposed to be in Israel, never made it. You're listening to Bob Brady Live and the Don Crow Show as we simulcast today in Columbus, Ohio, and in Washington, D.C. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
1: Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash live.
2: I want to welcome back to the program Gino Gerassi from Denver, Colorado, one of my Salem colleagues, and uh, just returned about 48 hours ago, I think, from Jordan. He was supposed to be in Israel uh, Gino, during your 10 days in Jordan, uh, you know, all of this was sudden, unplanned, and so forth. Correct. Were you ever concerned for your safety, or were the people in your tour group ever concerned about their safety?
1: I think The way that I would answer that is I was never concerned about my safety. I'm obviously as the leader of the tour, or one of the leaders of the tour, concerned about their safety. I I failed to mention um, the group that I was with. It's called Got Questions, and Bob Bernie Got Questions is the largest Bible answer ministry in the world. It's an online ministry called gotquestions.org. To put it in perspective, from January to September, we got 85 million hits wow. uh, asking Bible questions. So the people who are with me were seasoned uh, believers. Um, I, I think we were far enough away from the problems that, that there was no sense of fear or security. However, there was moments when... Um, when the roads were blocked by protesters. So there were military checkpoints and the roads were blocked by protesters. That caused, I think, at least a little bit of concern and anxiety among some of the group. So I think it would be um, inappropriate to say no one was concerned because there there were people in, in the group that had moments of anxiousness and anxiety. And of course, but we remember what you already know, Bob, that we wrestle against the spiritual forces of mm-hmm. evil in heavenly places, and that we we understood that this is a military, cultural, sociological, political, ideological conflict, but there's also a spiritual component, and um, we we understand at least from our perspective that there that there are individuals who are committed to destroy the Jewish people and the Jewish nation we see that not just politically or ideologically we see a supernatural element we happen to believe that god has unfinished business with israel and with the jewish people
2: yeah well even though you were traveling with seasoned christians you you must have had at least one or two who came to you and just said, I want to go home. Get oh, me yes. out of uh, here. You yes, had to have that, yes. didn't you?
1: Yes, I did have that. You know, there were some tears from time to <laughs> time. I'm sure. And there were some, um, you know, moments of, of comfort and prayer. Um, yeah, there there were people who, who basically said I didn't sign on for this. But again, I tried to make it as clear as I possibly could um, that, that, I would never knowingly bring sure. bring people into harm's way. Yeah. And and Bob as you can imagine it's one thing to place ourselves at risk or in exactly. harm's way. Yeah. It's another thing to bring a group into to harm's way. So, you know, we made every effort to ensure their safety and um, and comfort and security.
2: How do you sense this is going to affect Israeli Jordanian relationships? I think
1: that it's going to weaken and possibly even uh, put at risk. It it just so happens that King Abdullah, who um, is the Jordanian king, is very fond, if you will, of English-speaking people. Um, But also he has deep ties to um, President – or, you know, Mahmoud Abbas, Mm -hmm. Egyptian president. Um, LCC. They, they they have a close relationship. And I think we sometimes um, underestimate the ideological component. Bob, there's two good times to start a war. When do you think that is? Number one, when you think you can win that war. The second is when you think you're about to lose the war. I think Hamas launched this because they were deeply concerned about the Abraham- Uh, Of course, they were deeply concerned that there was a growing shift away from uh, the Palestinian people and that there was a a growing uh, commitment, if you will, that Israel will in fact exist. And so I suspect that they thought that this might be the perfect moment, Israel deeply divided, the United States deeply divided, but I think that they miscalculated the horror and terror that they generated would galvanize and unify the Israeli people.
2: Do you think that the weakness of the current administration added to Hamas's um, willingness to take on Israel at this time?
1: I think that it did. And the way that I would put it is, you know, at first I thought that this was a massive failure, uh, intelligence failure on the part of the Israeli government. But I've since shifted my thoughts, Bob, to think that maybe there was elements of intelligence failure on the part of Israel, but I'm thinking that the greater uh, blame lies with the United States government and the the current administration, because the current administration has been ambivalent and equivocating Mm -hmm. towards Israel and its enemies. And again, think about it. A weakened, divided Israel, a weakened, divided United States um, embolden Hamas. And I think that we're on a trajectory, Bob, that could get much worse literally in the hours and days ahead. Yeah, I I agree with you.
2: Uh, we've got about one minute left, Gino. You have—I have a lot of contacts in Israel, but I assume you have a whole lot more.
1: Well, you're familiar with Joel Rosenberg, right? Yes, and yes. Joel Rosenberg and I have been friends forever. His mom and dad went to our church um, so Joel Rosenberg, I've, I've been texting him the whole time that we were there, and we've been in communication to one another. But I have, yeah, I have strong
2: All right. um, how, ties how, there. How should we as American Christians be praying? And we've got probably 30 seconds.
1: 30 seconds? Here's what I would say. Pray, pray, pray. Uh, give leaders on both sides wisdom, leading to peace through righteousness, Protect non-combatants, provide for their needs, protect and strengthen Christians and churches. Uh, there's a growing group of both messianic believers, and Muslims are coming to Christ mm-hmm. um, at a greater time than ever. And I I, I know this is going to sound hard. Give. Victory to Israel over those who want to annihilate yeah. her.
2: Gino Girasi, those
1: who mourn.
2: And with Gino, I, with that, I got to go. Thank you so much. I know you're tired. You're busy. Thanks for taking time to uh, for us. You are welcome. We'll be back with more Bob Burnley Live and the Don Crow Show.